again. Episode four. Who are we? What's the crack? All right, Nisha, how was the last two weeks for you? A bit mad. It's been a Mm. weird time. Is it still Scorpio season? Is that what's happening? Is it Scorpio season? That would explain. Scorpio season is November time. We are still in November. Yes, it is. So that's why everything's a bit weird. I'm not a big astrology person. I'd know the basics, but I just know that Scorpio season is always a strange time. Yeah, my boyfriend's a Scorpio and I always slag him for it. Oh. He's a Scorpio and a Slytherin. Oh. I know, I know. But he's still Whoa. sound, so sometimes... Yeah, I, I, don't, I wouldn't picture him as that. You see, if you said what house is Matt, I'd say like Hufflepuff, because he's really, really friendly. Maybe Gryffindor, but I wouldn't say Slytherin. He's very competitive. Okay. Like a weird gloss goes over his eyes when he's in competition mode. And you just don't know him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all have moments like that, though. I I just feel like Mercury is in retrograde the past couple of weeks. What does that even mean, though? Because it's a phrase. And I'm like, where is Mercury going? Is it okay? Does it need a hug? It it makes no sense, but it makes a lot of sense. Because when someone's like, oh, my Mercury is just in retrograde. I'm like, I feel, yeah. It just means, means bad luck and unfortunate coincidences. That's what I get from it anyways. Me and Misha were having a chat about uh, about alcohols a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. And uh, I was sending her a voice message about my Saturday night white wine, love hey. and life. And you were like, oh, no, I wouldn't be mature enough for wine now. I'm more of a whiskey gal. And I like, <laughs> you know, that very like film thing where like you're taking a sip and you like spit it back out into your glass. Like, what? <laughs> you drink whiskey. You think you're not mature enough. for Like, I've only recently started dabbling in whiskey and it's a okay. dangerous potion for me it, it is a potion I see I don't <laughs> drink that often I really don't I drink like once a year not for Christmas mm. but like I say I'd go out like once a year at my friends and then I might have two or three drinks and that'd be me and if I'm yeah. going to drink anything I would drink whiskey, whiskey but the handiest thing whiskey and, whisk, whiskey and coke or whiskey and ginger ale ginger ale is hard yeah. to get I find but I would yeah. have it with a coke or diet coke that's what I, I don't know I don't know how I started drinking whiskey I'd have a vodka and cranberry but I don't know there's something about just having a whiskey and if you're yeah. like most time when I go out I have a bit of a suit of armor on me like I have a leather jacket I have a red lipstick and I'm like if anyone comes <laughs> near me they can fuck off right that's, <laughs> that's a suit of armor that's, that's just my that's just that. my personality I think I'm one of those people that I might look a bit scary but then when you chat to me I'm like oh you're nice so when I have a I suppose whiskey, with the dark eyebrows yeah. and the fringe cascading your yes, face this is you true would look you would look smoky and mysterious yes so that's the vibe <laughs> so when I have you know Whereas my friends that know me are like, oh, Misha's not that scary. Sometimes, but not really. <laughs> but if I don't really, sometimes I don't want drunk people to come and talk to me because I'm probably oh, the most that, sober yeah. person at the party. So I'm already mm. in a normal kind of vibe and there's drunk people. Anyway, not the point, whiskey. So yeah, if somebody says, oh, what are you drinking? And I say a whiskey, they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the taste of it. That. So that's yeah. that's also that. It also it's means that you have like, you have good standards for drinking because like if I if I tell them I want like a four euro drink they're gonna think that my standards are low do you know well and if if you're gonna offer to buy me a drink I'm gonna tell you the drink I want do you know I'm not gonna be cute about it but I'm only buying two or three drinks in a night so let's say that I don't know say they're like a tenner that's 30 euros or some people could spend like a hundred euro and drink a night like so I don't mind getting three good drinks rather than four euro ones that's just me yeah yeah totally feel that yeah, that suit of armor thing you say is quite interesting because mm-hmm. I, I think my appearance on nights out is just somewhat like approachable and friendly. 
I'm and the opposite. Like, I'm like, don't come near me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm a bit, um, I don't know what it is. I'm a bit triggered, not triggered okay. when someone asks to buy me a drink. Just like if it's one of my girl mates, I'm like, sound, yeah, no bother. Yeah. But and one of my male mates, sound, yeah, no bother. But if it's a male that I'm maybe not if you don't great know. mates with yet. And if I don't know him, I'm a bit like, fuck off. Yeah, because like um, in my brain, I'm like, oh, this drink is poison. Don't drink this. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me. Because exactly. and I feel better buying my own drink. Like I feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. To me, when a lot of people are drinking around me, I'm like, no, I know I'm gonna have two drinks. That's all I want. I don't want other people saying, oh, have these, have these shots. I'll buy you one. I don't want people to buy them for me. I just, mm. I like doing my own thing. Because if I can watch the barman make the drink, I know it's not poisoned. I know I'm yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same for me. Sometimes I just like to feel in control of my alcohol mm-hmm. consumption depending on where I'm at other nights I'm just like injected into my veins I'm going mad tonight (laughs) like you know that Sia song that's like turn the radio on Friday night and we won't be on cheap thrills or something like might be something like that yeah I think so yeah she has a lot of songs about getting absolutely lushed anyways and I'm here for it (laughs) speaking of getting absolutely lushed shall we talk about phrases and words for being drunk look at me Segway was stunning. I, I know. I'm going to read out some of your submissions of some of your favourite uniquely Irish slangs for mm. a hangover. Because uh, us Irish, we love to we love to get twisted. And uh, that often results in a bit of pain the following day. Hanging out of me arse. Yeah, mm-hmm. common one. Hanging. Yeah, safe. What's one there? Criggin. Criggin is one that Ooh. I only recently learned of. I think it's particular I sound like I'm talking about a cheese or like <laughs> I think it's particular to the county of Westmeath or in that region middle. that region rough as a bear's arse <laughs> some of these I haven't heard before because I didn't this, check the Instagram but I like this this person um this person has another one that I adore head like a poisoned dog oh <laughs> isn't that that's, that's like kind of blind boyish isn't it yeah as a poisoned dog isn't it grim? But rough as a bear's arse is funny because I think of a, of a bear as like kind of fluffy and cute. Yeah. Shook as a hand at mass. Shook I like that one. At mass. The handshaking at mass. What did you think of that? I'm really glad. First of all, I don't really go to mass anymore, but I'm really glad that mm. one of the things that came out of COVID is I don't have to shake other people's hands. And I like oh, that. Oh, listen, I love the social distancing. Yeah. I love no one being on top of me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I miss gigs. and I, I like miss it on the bus because like no that. one sits beside me. And I'm like, yay, because oh, that's what I want all along. Stoning. In bits, standard, love it. Mm-hmm. I kind of say that all the time. I am like Lego in bits. Oh, I love this one. In German, ich habe einen Katter, which means I am hungover, but literally, I have a tomcat. <laughs> <laughs> I know this person quite well, and their 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 German is amazing. They're, they're really English, but their German is just spot on and they bring German into most conversations and they're like oh this is what this is in German or this is the German thing of this and I'm just like wow but Ger- the like the German language has such funny translations like that's a really funny one at body and soul I was talking to someone they were a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and there was a person in body and soul that I kept seeing and I thought I knew them but I actually didn't I think I like saw them in in a at a past event and then I saw them at body and soul and they just kept appearing wherever I went and I said it to this friend of a friend I was like I keep seeing them wherever I go and she was like there's a word in German for that (laughs) 
And then she explained, but I think I was off me tits at that stage. So I don't remember. Another another good word, off me tits or off, off me anything tits. like out of my hoop or something like that. Yeah. Or I always say you're talking out of your arse or talking out of your hoop. But I say that when people are sober, it could be someone we like just chatting shit and I'm like, you're talking out of your hoop. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm and talking then, out of my hoop. Which makes, which makes them a gobshite. Yes. I feel like gobshite isn't used as much as it should be anymore. Or Egypt. Egypt is used. Gobshite Egypt needs is to come quite back. safe. Do you know, yeah. it's funny because I'd say back in the day, Egypt would have been a bit harsh. But yeah. now it's, now now it's like... almost a compliment. I'm like, oh, thanks. I am an Egypt. I know. Yeah, no, I love that. I love the German word for the contraceptive pill, anti-babby pillin. Please say that again. Anti-babby pillin. That sounds like what an Anti-baby Irish... pill. <laughs> what, what like an Irish granny would say. Oh, she's on the anti-babby. <laughs> oh, yeah. It probably derived from Ireland. Let's be real. Maybe. In Struggle Town. I want to get Alexa, that on a t-shirt. Ghost Town. In Struggle Town. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt or maybe a tattoo. That'd be cool. I got two submissions for Skagged and lads... I would have never used that in a like a hangover mm-hmm. uh, context. I would have used it in like a calm down or like the day after drugs context. So I that's a word I haven't heard before. Skagged or like skagged. Skagged. Yeah. It's um, a fun. It's it. a fun group of letters together. Mm, isn't it? That's a nice um, little party. Banjoed. <laughs> anything like it could be i'm always i'm fridged or like treed or something ed yeah, at the end someone, of anything someone else said bungalowed yeah i like that one. Oh, i love this one crusty or moldy see i would associate moldy with drunk rather than hungover yeah like you'd more say oh jizz i was moldy like yeah crusty is good though because like you know your eyes after oh and- that's literally my thought went to eyes yeah crusty. like well i went to, to crusty the clown first yeah <laughs> <laughs> Crusty is a strange one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the amount of nights I've just rolled into bed, not a thought given to the makeup all over <laughs> my face. And waking up with my face on the pillow. I can't do that. You see, I have such a strict skincare routine. Yeah. That I have to it, take off my makeup. I'm mostly, you see, okay, one of the guilty pleasures I didn't mention is being home by 12. I have a Cinderella thing. That's fair. That I will, my mammy knows, say if I go out and carry it's 15. Last bus is half 11. That's the thing. I love being home by 12. And if I'm home by 12 and I've only had two drinks, I'm at a perfectly good state to do my skincare routine, take off my makeup and brush my teeth. So I'll just be a bit sleepy, but I'm normally okay. We're really yinging and yanging each other right now. You are like an angel. I'm the devil. I can just hear people (laughs) like, why is Nisha like this? But it's, you see, no, like, leave, everyone leave, gets a bit crazy. Oh, she's, she's the sensible person we should all be. <laughs> everyone no, but gets I get a bit that. mad at 12. So I'm like, I want to get out of here. This is too much. I've had plenty of nights where I'm just not vibing the whole mm-hmm. out thing. And I'm just like, get me home. No, like most of my like roaring nights out have been with like my really close mates. Mm-hmm. And me and Sienna were only talking about this recently, like a lot of your best memories come from when you're like, you don't care what you look like. You don't care about no. your makeup or your clothes. You're just being silly with your mates. And it's stuff that kind of happens by accident. Like when you meet someone exactly. by accident. And like last minute stuff rather than, like a night out could be planned for like two weeks beforehand. And then for the two weeks, I'll be like, oh shit, I'm going out then because I don't go out often. I leave hmm. the house, but I don't go out, out often. So I'm like, oh, that's happening. Need to do that. Yeah. Whereas if it's something like, oh, let's go for dinner, let's go for a pint. And it's like the day of, I'm like, yay, this is fun. You know? I know some of my best nights have been completely unplanned as well and I love going out like I don't love it in the moment but I love mm-hmm. like looking back on nights where like 
I went out in me work uniform without a stitch of makeup on me and Not I went bra. Class. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I often feel like, you know, during my college years, I probably didn't go out half as much as the next student because my course was quite demanding. Now, Jesus, I found the fucking time. But <laughs> yeah, no, like I see the likes of people in UL or Maynooth mm. doing arts and just every second night, the Instagram stories are plastered with pints. I couldn't do it. I don't think it wouldn't no, suit my no. wouldn't suit my mental health. I have to respect my ambivertness. I can be mm-hmm. extroverted one second and completely introverted the next. So I have to respect that. Gemini flipping flopping. <laughs> can I talk about a couple of terms for drunk that I love? Okay, one I heard it on Today FM. Mm-hmm. He had a head on him like a bladder on a stick. <laughs> Let me. Okay, give me a minute. Bladder on a stick. I know. I had what to process is- it as well. I'm just trying to get the image in my head. So I have this man and he's wearing a suit and out of the head hole of the suit is popping a stick and there is yeah. a bladder that is leaking as he is walking. That's what I'm seeing. Ew, that's wrong. Bladder on a stick. <laughs> I think of like a bladder on a stick. I think of a farmer. Okay. And he has a stick. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, there's a bladder because he was after doing a bit of butchering or something. What does a bladder even, what part is that? I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's small and it's like a little uh, pouch that stores e- the pee. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which It's not shaped like a kidney, is it? No, kidneys no, are different. The bladder is kind of it is. It's like body. it's like a little pouch. Like you said, you know those little bags hmm. you have and there's like drawstrings at the top. Oh my god. It you does look like one down. of those drawstring bags. Mm-hmm. I've one more for drunk that I absolutely adore. This one comes from my mama. Drunk as forty cats. Okay. 40 I was cats. as drunk as forty cats. Like why forty? Why cats? Why cats? Cats are Quite chill. Quat, quats? That's a wet ass quat. <laughs> uh, cats are quite serious and quite clever. I wouldn't say there's much drunk about them, really. Well, maybe like, when there's 40 of them in a room, they get things get a bit chaotic. Bit, yeah. Right, this, this doesn't relate to being drunk. It relates to, like, if you're in a small space, my mom always describes it as, like, you couldn't swing a cat. Yeah. I, li- I like that one. That's one Have you favorite. heard that one? Oh, yeah. I thought it was niche. I thought no. it was unique. I love it's, that you heard that. No, it's not. I don't think it's very niche, love. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, shite. You've ruined my dreams. I know. I'm actually quite happy that like other people say it. Yeah. Or what's that one? It's, say so- it's like something about a bag of cats. Like she's as mad as a bag of cats. Or is that a bag of frogs? Oh, yeah. Mad as a bag of frogs? I love bag of frogs. Why bags oh. of animals? Why are we putting animals in bags? What's I that know. about? Uh, another one for hangover actually is I feel like I think I might have made this up a bowl Even of better. ferrets a bowl of ferrets yeah that, you'd need a fairly big bowl ferrets or a are quite bowl big. of dead ferrets oh no that's not the vibe we want Ew, keep, no. keep the ferrets alive for my sake please <laughs> <laughs> ma'am has this lovely one actually for like when you when you really love someone it's I love the ground you walk on you say that to me a lot and it makes me feel like the most important person in the world. Isn't it so... It's very Irish or something. Mm-hmm. Love the ground you walk on. It um, makes my heart happy. You put it in a text or a voice note the odd time and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> it comes out quite naturally for me. Just love the ground you walk on, you know. Um, yours is love you to bits. You always say that. Mam has one then for... She said that all the oldies used to say it when they came into. I don't know about you, Misha, but I live in a parish where. Yeah, no, I do. 
neighbors now unfortunately this doesn't really happen anymore because of pandemic mm-hmm. the neighbors swing in the door and they stroll in <laughs> and back in the day they used to come in and say god bless all in this house and god bless the work god bless the work and I used to say that and I'm raging now because when I used to live in Dublin I used to come home and say that like coming into the train from Houston Gorge. getting a lift home coming in to me mommy going god bless all of this house and god bless the work how are you oh my god that's lovely I wouldn't get that here because we're kind of known as the Dublin family and our, oh, we oh, have we have a big driveway with scare I know well I know well but like my parents are kind of big dubs and that's fair our house is quite old we have a big scary driveway and we've always had big scary dogs the dogs aren't scary themselves but they look scary so yeah. that's people wouldn't really no the neighbors who know us would they wouldn't waltz into the house but yeah. there would be there'd be more than welcome but it's just you know yourself the god bless the work i love that that's funny well i know like like our, we have, we're quite a roscommon house mm-hmm. but like my dad's south african and mom spent most of her life either in south africa or the uk mm-hmm. so there's still that sense of like outsiderness as well yeah that's fair jess i didn't know your dad, dad was south african that's news He's south african yeah i can't do a south african accent for my life does he have a Shocking. south african accent he does but i think from living in the uk for a few years it's a bit watered down Oh, that's a mix. So is it more kind of English with some? It's kind of Englishy South African. Now, I think he sounds English and then other people would say, nah, take, take South African head and I'm like. What a cocktail. What an absolute <laughs> cocktail of a, of a voice. That's so it's, cool. People are always saying, oh my God, you're half South African. That's so exotic. I'm like, hon, South Africa is a colony. Yeah. Like my roots literally will go back to Wexford and they do. Okay. Like I think I think the grey crown variants on my dad's side were from Wexford. That's that's <laughs> wild. I know, I know. Oh my god, I have a funny story for you. Um I was down with my mum the other day getting horse feed and you go to this place as a co-op. So it's kind of like it's a place where all the farmers go to get their cow and horse feed. So my mammy is very glamorous. She's absolutely gorgeous. So she's stunning ma'am. Yes, very Man glamorous. crush Monday. Very yeah, she's stunning. She's really glamorous. And I'm quite, I'm quite short. I'm five, three. My mom is five foot or five foot one. And she has all her jewelry on on her day off. She's so glamorous. So she goes in and gets the horse feed. You pay for it. And then you drive around the back to where they keep everything. And we know the the lads who work there. So he threw the bags of horse feed in the boot of the car. And mom was like, oh, Jess, how's yourself? And he says, I haven't seen you in a while, Gwen. And she says, between the rigs, <laughs> between the jigs and the reels, you know yourself. And she hopped back into the car and I was like, mom, what the fuck was that? <laughs> between the jigs and the reels, you know yourself. And I was like, what does Jesus, that, what that's, does that that's mean? niche now. I was like, I haven't heard that one now. And I said, I was like, was that your subconscious? She goes, I didn't even hear myself say it, Misha. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I was like, between the jigs and the reels you know yourself so that's, that's probably gorgeous. about yeah that's about two or three weeks ago and now every time I see her and she's like how's your day I'm like oh sure between the jigs and the reels you know yourself between the fuck j- off <laughs> I love that I love how she just switched off like her conscious mind and her subconscious just came out with something like that that's stunning <laughs> I, know. I love that Gwen good job queen but you know what I love I, I don't know why I love it. I love lick a paint that could do with a lick of paint yeah like why why lick <laughs> But I think it's because the sound of like putting on, putting paint on something, it does sound like Yeah, a... the way the brush is. Yeah. Oh, I love painting. I do too. I During lockdown, I painted the kitchen, seven coats of paint. And it was Your quite job. a job. I did. It took a while. I, seven? Got some, 
seven. I know it's a fairly big kitchen and there's loads of little nooks and crannies. I know what am I like? And then we got the puppies and it's we painted it cream. Oh lord. And the puppies came in and they like to jump up on things. So they would jump yeah. on the walls with their muddy paws. And my hard work <laughs> has since been a bit ruined. And I'm like, lads. And I was great. I w- took all the wallpaper off. I was plastering the walls, even in the mountain, my dungarees. What am I like? Cute. Yeah. Uh, one of my words is like the hack. So when I was painting, oh. I was the hack of me. Like, I think that's one of the things I probably The say. hack. Oh my God. We used to say that all the time in school. The hack of that or the hacky or the state. Exactly. It's always I, just sounds rather than actual meanings, I think. Yeah. And one of my one of my really close mates from school, she sort of lived on the Longford Roscommon border. Mm-hmm. So she had that look like the hack of you, man. The yeah. hack of that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> what we used to always say as well was pot rafters. What does that Sorry, mean? Is that a place? After. Oh, rather than da- saying chat you after, say Pat Rafters. My dad says Lee Marvin, as in starving. Like he'd be like, "Oh, I'm Lee Marvin." And for oh, years, I was like, "Who is Lee Marvin, Dad? Who was this man? Is he my uncle?" And he's like, "No, it just means I'm hungry." And apparently, like that's a Cockney thing or something. That's yeah, like they kinda... changed the words. Who has time? Ruby Murray for chicken curry, apples and pears for stairs. Why? What they don't? There's no need. In my I, I was convinced Pat Rafters was a Longford thing, but apparently it's a Dublin thing as well. Oh, one I like is made the road rise up to meet you. <gasps> May the road rise to meet you. Yeah, I think there's a there's that's like a Shanuckle translated. Oh, oh the are stunning, are they? They really are. I think this is from a dub. Mm-hmm. Uh, binned, tanked, sozzled, doused, scuttered, ossified, deep in his cups. <laughs> isn't there something regal about that like deep in your goblet <laughs> sozzled is something that sozzled struck me there it's got a bit of onomatopoeic effect yeah it? it does what is doused because doused means like dipped in something doesn't it yeah or like lathered oh nothing worse than having a drink spilt on you oh the stickiness oh the, the, the outfit ruined may I just say oh oh <gasps> No, can't be, can't be dealing. No, thank um, you. Trolleyed, do we have that? Oh, trolleyed is one of my favourites. Tro- it's kind of cute. Yeah. Like that would be a pink, that would be like a pink gin kind of drunk with your yeah. girl in the bathroom. Right? <laughs> pink gin. We should just drive the different words based on what they have drunk that night. Okay, so dismantled would be a wine drunk, I think. I was thinking maybe a gin and tonic. Were you? Or something lethal. What's lethal? Just a fun oh. night of shots. Shots, yeah, yeah. Do you are there any shots that you like? Um, I've had friends buy me shots, and then they'd be like, "Go on, go on, go on," and I wouldn't really know what they are. Yeah, I think I'm quite good at taking shots because most of my friends would do them in two or three sips, where I can knock it back and just be like, "What's the big deal?" <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but in my head, I'm just—it's a Bush Tucker trial moment. So yeah. I'm just like, right, knock that into you. Whereas my friends would have to do two or three sips and they'd have the face on them like they're twisted. <laughs> Whereas I think I'm, I, maybe it's an acting thing. I'm quite good at having a neutral face. Yeah. I'm quite good at not letting my face do the twisty thing after drinking. And you go, I always, I always get a bit nervous taking shots because I've had those nights where it would have gone up into my eyes rather than into my mouth. Or I would have just oh. knocked it over because, you know, it's such a little dainty cup. <laughs> 
And I'm always a bit like, like I wouldn't be doing shots unless I was flutered because they're not a great idea. Um, wouldn't, they wouldn't so, be my first, I wouldn't jump to shots. Like, no, it's, it's always more of someone, a thing like, oh, I bought them for you. And you're like, please don't. Yeah. Or let's do shots. Do you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They do this thing in Crete. I think Uzo is like the Guinness of Crete. Yeah. And it's like this clear, uh, or no, Raki, sorry, Raki. I've had Raki uh, in Greece. It's a nice, it's a nice vibe. It's kind of a bit stunning because they give it to you after your meal. It would take the paint off the fucking walls though. It would strip oh, paint like. Oh, oh, and it strips something from your soul. <laughs> it strips you of sense. I often find with like the European drinking system, like it's always food orientated. Yeah, so yeah, like, like limoncello nice... or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, it goes down so nicely. Langard was Langard, nice yeah. Langard, balubas, balubas and bananas. I'd say Langard would be like the cheapest like... beer you could get. That's when you'd be Langard. Because it sounds like lager. Yeah, so when you're just It sounds lager. like you had about eight or nine pints of Heineken. Then there was one, balubas kind of sounds like you got trashed in Ibiza or something. Ibiza, mm-hmm. Ibiza, I don't know how you say it. I have trouble with words sometimes. Can I tell you something funny? Yes, of course, always. So I was doing a, a little, it wasn't a Zoom quiz. It was an actual quiz with people. Could you Ooh. imagine? Like, like a, a real life, a real life quiz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. So there's only, there's only three of us. Okay. And uh, I was reading out the questions from a phone. Great. And there was one that was like, do you know the song, um, Wichita Lineman? I am a lineman for the county. I don't know. Your old fella would know it. It's just one of those classics. Okay. Um, but it was like, who wrote and sang this? Okay. And like, Wichita is a place in America and line man is like, you know, someone who looks after the telephone wires. Yes. And I was reading this and I go, who wrote the song and produced this? Wikita Lineman. <laughs> <laughs> and the people present have never let that go. Sometimes words are hard. And I think as they well really with acting, are. people are like, oh, you're so used to, you know, public speaking and saying things. No, no, I'm not. I'm you may not. forget that when you're acting, you've had the script for like a couple of weeks and you've had a chance yeah. to read it and get like look up words and how to say them and what they mean and learn them as well. So I like... get to say them really quick. Like I learn my scripts by saying them as quick as I can. And that's really? a warm up as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I could I could spiel off some right now. But that's yeah. how you learn them. But then if I have to say a sentence and make it up on my own, my brain has to first make the sentence and then say I it. Know. That's a lot. I... Like when I'm talking, sometimes when I listen back, like on our podcast or to my voice notes, my sentence structure, my sentence structure is whack. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I shock myself sometimes. But um, yeah, no, I think it's so funny learning about how people learn their lines. Mm-hmm. Like I, I throw a ball around or if I don't have a ball, I'll throw something around. Think of dove roll on deodorant is great because that oh. kind of fits in your palm. Throw it around, throw it from one hand to another, throw it up in one hand and throw it up onto your bed whatever um because like when you're saying your lines on stage you're you most, more than likely going to be doing something else or you're going to be walking so it's good to get used to doing something with your body mm-hmm. yeah so funny um a lot of people like record their cues on their phone and then like play them on their phone so yeah. they're able to say their lines back that's fair yeah that's a good idea or I think I, it helps me if I have the music. So say if I'm like, this is the song you're going to walk into or run onto. Or oh, lovely. I will listen to that. Or do you know what I do for every show? I make a playlist. So if I know <gasps> for the months where we're rehearsing, I'll have a playlist of, say, 10 songs. 
And then when I'm on the way to rehearsal, I'll listen to that playlist. So it gets your head back into character. And then they're great for like 10 minutes before the show. You play the one song that's the most important on the playlist. And then your head's like, yep, yeah, I'm this person right now. And that's, that's, that's amazing. That's what I do. So do you make a playlist for your character? It doesn't even have to be a character. It'd be, okay, so the last one I did, it was a really dark show. So I had like yeah. songs from Blackstar. I had Stormzy on there, but it's Stormzy gets me really hyped. So yeah. it, I needed so much energy because it was an hour on my own playing loads of different people. So I needed songs that would get me really, really hyped up. Yeah. So yeah, and then there's a few songs in the end that were calming. So then I put them on after the show for 10 minutes. And oh, they'd be so helpful. to bring like, you down. Literally, that was it. Like, no, I still felt like shit. <laughs> but that was just because I was really tired. But like, mm. oh, it really helps. Yeah, and then I have, then I look back on shows and I listen to the playlist, like say now, and I'm like, I remember getting into that headspace. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny, like the tiredness after a show, mm-hmm. I often find it doesn't really hit me till I'm back in my house afterwards and going to bed. Yeah, or a week later, like when say everything's done. And I think there's a kind of a grief after you finish mm-hmm. something post show blues totally yeah. like it was interesting as well because I remember after the repeal referendum I think mm-hmm. Blind Boy was saying in this podcast like I think a lot of activists and campaigners are feeling just like this huge sense of like I don't know like empty nest syndrome if you yeah. want to call it that just Absolutely, because when you yeah. work so hard at something and then it's over like that you don't know where to put your energy you're like I, this mm. took like an hour of my day and now I have an hour of my day that, well it took more time than that for repeal just for example yeah. you're like now I have this hour what do I do with this I felt the same when I finished my thesis I know yeah. that's like a really mundane example oh but no but it's true Jesus I felt like I was giving away my child <laughs> it was lovely to finish but like I finished and was in the middle of lockdown like yeah you know couldn't so go out you're just kind of sitting looking at yourself like what do I do now Oh, one I love is now we're sucking diesel. Now we're sucking diesel. There's something That's just it, really solid it? about it. Or queer. I know we've been talking about the kind of the meaning of queer and Blind Boy was talking about it. And that's where I kind of like was like, well, this word is very complex. Yeah. But yeah it's cool. Yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been throwing it into my everyday vocabulary. Sometimes when I come across a phrase that I really like or when I hear someone else, I'm like a magpie, I'll take it and I'll just try and like incorporate I love it into that. my everyday vocabulary. And then it kind I of love magpies. They're, magpies are cool I know and there's something kind of like mystic about them do you they're know spooky but in a fun yeah. way yeah um the Irish landscape in general is so spooky no wonder they make so many horrors here yeah what's that about like mm, we're not that so... scary <laughs> are we? well I mean like when you think of our history especially oh, like yeah. our history with women and the catholic church I take it back it's a terrifying <laughs> place <laughs> um yeah I watched an amazing animation with the Cork Film Fest it was called Her Song Okay, and it was a an animated short, beautiful stuff. There was like magpies in it, and like a lot of bleak Irish countryside. Mm-hmm. The animation was stunning, and it was about like it was like a juxtaposition of the banshee and the mother and baby homes. Wow! And like the, the nuns in the home were all, like almost looked like the Dementors in Harry Potter. <gasps> you know, really spooky and yes. ghouly. And then the banshee was a stunning woman, and like the magpie was kind of like her little her little pet. Oh wow! And it was all like you know the band. You were almost like commiserating with the banshee, and she was almost like you know mm-hmm. the woman that Ireland left behind and didn't look after. It was a really, really stunning show. Wow. Show film. film. <laughs> That's great. Mm. I'm really enjoying this whole like watching theater and films from the bed lately. Yeah, it's nice. It's I miss really going nice. and physically going places, but then the fact that you can just switch it on. And if you're 10 minutes late to the show, it's okay. Because you can, you know, you can just throw it on and that's fine. 
<laughs> yeah, I watched a play there. It was like a live streamed play. Um, just two actors. It was like a lunchtime play. So it was only half an hour. Mm-hmm. And they filmed it in a pub in Fibsborough. Class. And it just it just gave me that lovely warm theater feeling, even though Yay. it was filmed. Yeah. Like yeah. they used maybe like three camera angles and it just had that very like theater energy to it. I don't oh, know. Oh, I love that. You can't really put a word on it, that theater energy. I but I know what you mean. It's the aura. It's yeah. The, yeah, absolutely. It, like there's a huge sense of connection with the audience that you don't really get with film. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, that post that I sent you by the National Theatre? Yes, And it was exactly. like a little, bullet, a little bullet point list of things about things the theatre. Yeah, like one thing I loved was carrying your coat and a glass of wine. Yeah, and then you'd be schmoozing. You'd be absolutely schmoozing with people. Yeah. It's mainly just you and me chatting shit. But like, you know, you get to meet people and they're like, oh, this is so-and-so from this theatre is so-and-so. It's like, yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't know the people, but I'd be like, oh, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Like, yeah, also vibes. It's such a small world, though. Like, the theatre yeah. community is so small. You do want to make a good impression, like. Especially in Ireland, though, you get to know people quite yeah. quick. It's the yeah. same kind of circle. And same with, I say, the film industry as well. But I suppose the main kind of schmoozing you do is outside of theatre or outside of show when you're like, oh, we're waiting. Oh, the lights are blinking. Oh, that's a great way to, you know, ending conversations is hard. And I struggle with social cues. But if there's like a blinking light and I'm like, oh, I got to go because the light tells me yeah. that someone else put on. Great way to end a conversation. I want to bring a torch with me that I can just put on and say, oh, my torch says I got to go. I need yeah. that in my life. <laughs> or like what they had in the 90s, a pager. Or yeah. Like a page. Beep, 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 beep. Got to go. <laughs> or even someone like just the announcer, like the show's about to start. I'm like, yes, yeah, done. Good luck to you. Yeah. Bye. Regroup with your friend and go sit down. Yep. Perfect. I know. I love that about the gate that like more yeah. often than not like the actors come out the front door when they're I going home. I love that so much. Oh, it makes my heart warm. I think I waited maybe 40 minutes to see Ruth Naga, but I think she was there was just too many people chatting to her. I had my yeah. little I had my little Hamlet book that I really oh. wanted them to sign. I love my Hamlet book. Lads, I hope you enjoyed our shy talk as usual. Yes. Our rambling. Lovely to have you lovely to have your minutes and your ears hope it was pleasant enough follow the pod page in fairness pod on instagram uh rate our pod five stars or four and, and a half maybe i uh, know give us a full if you're gonna go four and a half you might as well go five like okay this is true <laughs> um yeah suggest to you one of your mates or your mams we're very oh, popular yeah. with mams i found out yeah. and i really like that your mams would love us <laughs> But if, if you're a straight fella, then your mams might start getting notions being like, you have to marry this woman. And that's a lot of pressure lives, on me. Our you know? love lives are kind of busy at the moment. So, do you know, get in line, sweetie. I know. <laughs> you <laughs> <So> wagon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, good luck to you. God bless. Bye. May bye, the bye, road bye. rise to meet you. May the road rise to meet you. And mind yourself. Mind yourself. Mind your head. Good luck. Be good. Bye 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 b